This episode of the Mother Loving Future Show is brought to you by Amber Lestrange and Jenna Penrose with JMO 5000 Productions. Welcome to the Mother Loving Future Show. Cha, 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 cha. It's me, Jenna, doing the introduction today. I know. I thought I would mix it up. Mix it up. Why not? Because I love this topic and I'm here with Amber. She's taking it by the reins. Taking it by the reins. The dolphin reins. <laughs> <laughs> Riding some dolphins. The magical, mystical. World of the Lost City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, that was one way to get away from Atlantis when it was sinking was turn into a dolphin. Oh, I can so see myself turning into mm-hmm. a dolphin mm-hmm. and flying through the air and swimming very, very fast. <coughs> Hi, guys. We're so happy you're with us today. That was a good intro, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> She's like giggling. From. She's like, ah. <laughs> uh, we're really excited about today's topic. Jenna's going to run us through some, uh, I don't want to say facts. Can I say facts? I don't think you, you can think? say facts. I'll I, say points. I don't feel comfortable with the word facts. Okay, great. So <laughs> points about this topic that she's very passionate about and that she's been guided through with her spirit guides and lived past lives, right? Uh, yeah, like a thousand. Okay. And like I a, was queen of Atlantis. No, you were not queen. Oh, Come on, give me queen. She wasn't queen. I want to be queen. No, no, no. Okay, fine. I you can be queen. You can be what you were. But which you know, was everyone a wants to be a queen. Of the water. Oh, okay. okay, I'll take that. You're a water priestess. All right. And there is intelligence in the water. You commune with Gaia in the water. Yes, I fully one hundred percent resonance. <laughs> with that. So if you haven't guessed already, we're talking about the lost ancient mystical marvelous city of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a it's lot a continent. of... It's kind of like Australia that way. Oh, okay. Like one country and also a continent. There's a lot of mystery around this one. Mm-hmm. So what's your definition? So let's see what I wrote down. <clears throat> Atlantis, an ancient, highly advanced technological civilization in the Atlantic Ocean, which is an island in the Atlantic Ocean, that was destroyed by karma and volcanic eruptions and earthquakes, earth changes. And this was before the ancient civilizations that we know about. So this is before Egypt and, um, you know, Greece and all of those ancient Mayan civilizations. And Was this um, the original civilization on Earth? Not necessarily, because some would say the original civilization was Lemuria, the land of Mu. Mu? Mm-hmm. M-O-O? M-U. Oh, M-U. Lemur- Lemuria, um, which... We can get into Lemuria as well. That would have been in the Pacific Ocean, sort of around where like Hawaii and um, those the South Pacific Islands would have all maybe been a part of Lemuria. Mm-hmm. So Atlantis, time. what size was Atlantis? Atlantis, I, I mean, the I want to say, you know, maybe like the size of Texas. I don't know where that came from, but like that's... Channeled, that's definitely. That's what I'm feeling. <laughs> like kind of big, big island in the middle of the ocean. Um Middle of the where I see it and feel it in my heart is um, if you look at the Mid Atlantic Ridge, it's a volcanic ridge in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and certain islands like Tristan da Cunha um, pop up uh, as volcanic islands on this ridge. Well, I feel that Atlantis was on that ridge and up more north, sort of between like Portugal, like where the Azores are, and like the Caribbean. Um, in the middle there, and it was an island, but it was also, there was lots of, in my soul memory, I would say lots of water, bridges, streams that went through it. Um, so it might have been more than one island. might have been like a bunch of islands. Okay. Yeah. Channeled information. We I mean, just have to have that side note. I'm just going way back in my memory, folks. <laughs> really <laughs> far back. A couple of lifetimes. Yeah. Okay. So um, And then what happened was that 
it was a highly technologically advanced civilization. And so, um, we live in this this world of duality where there's you know there's the good and the dark and there's as you could say like um, white magic or good magic and then like black magic or bad magic and there was very highly advanced esoteric knowledge of in both of those directions okay so there was like a group that was taking it like really working with the energies of the earth and really holy sort of um, life that you could live in Atlantis. And then there was also those that were using technological power and prowess for power over others. And that's when they got into the black magic and is basically the black magicians that, that karmically destroyed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so has there been any evidence that has surfaced? So we're talking maybe like 20 to 100,000 years ago that now is at the bottom of the sea. So you can imagine that there isn't much evidence left. However, um, the thing that comes to mind is the Bermuda Triangle. Um, because one of the adva- one of the explanations of why like, you know, planes, navigational, magnetic, gears like stop working in the Bermuda Triangle um, that I've heard connected to Atlantis is that one of the things that Atlantis used was the power of crystals. They really understood that crystals could um, could y- basically be energy Magnetic machines. Force. Like they could, yes, you can like use crystals like to power machines. So they had huge power crystals which they were working with the energies of the earth. And when Atlantis fell those crystals could have fallen down into the crust of the earth and then are causing some disruption to magnetic gears in the Bermuda Triangle region. I believe it. I'm a crystal believer. I know they're really powerful. I understand it. A lot of crystal, a lot of color frequency stuff, um, a lot of working with elementals and spirits in Atlantis. Okay, so... Do you know the the story of Atlantis, of how it came to be, where the people came from and the fall of it and then why that is important? Why should we, mm-hmm. what, what does that mean for us today? How can we learn from that? So I would say that in my understanding, the people could have been alien in origin, um, but that had lived many lifetimes on Earth. So it could have been an alien colony, I guess you could say, um, on Earth. Um a lot of things happened. Like I feel like they were working definitely with the creatures of the earth doing sort of eugenics or dealing with DNA and um, could explain some of the biodiversity on our planet, could explain dinosaurs. According to Edgar Cayce, who's one of the people who's really spoken a lot about Atlantis and Edgar Cayce was um, an American sleeping prophet, he would go into a trance and then just channel. And this was before that was cool. Like that, this is like in the, I want to say like 1800s or maybe so he like would early 1900s. Himself. He went into a state of self-hypnosis where he would um, read past lives for people and stuff like that. And in that state, he mentioned Atlantis many, many times, but only ever at, in this sleeping state. Was he coherent? No, he was like basically asleep. So did, was someone there someone describing it? Someone was there it? describing it, wrote down everything that he said. Wow. And then what happened was he mentioned Atlantis in many, many readings separate from each other and in not in chronological order. And his son um, actually compiled all of those instances into a book, which I have right here, um, just 
saying about what Edgar Casey had to say about Atlantis. And they're definitely, he said that they created very large animals in that, in through, Edgar Casey said that they had created very um, high technology and they had created animals, very large animals that, that went crazy and they actually had to kill them off three different times. Whoa. So, according to Edgar Casey, And that to me is very very similar to the story of the dinosaurs because we have three ages of dinosaurs in which there was ex- three extinctions. Hmm. So there could have been a connection there. Um, yeah. Okay. So they weren't a science hmm. and there was a very um, extreme duality playing mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. spiritual warfare yes. of light and dark. Yes. Because of the high technological advance in their society, yes. it was kind of a very extreme time, a dangerous yes. time. Yes. And there was those of us working for good and there was those that are working for bad and it, the bad guys won. The basically. bad guys won. The bad guys won. And bad that won. really caused Not a lot a of Disney soul story. trauma, a lot of soul trauma for many who lived at that time in Atlantis and a, just a need to see the bad guys get taken down once and for all. So it's part of like a lot of, also according to Edgar Casey, many people who had lived lives in Atlantis are coming back in the 19, in 20th century America to play out that same battle oh, really fascinating so were they do they look like humans were they bigger smaller did they look like aliens i think there was a mix um and let me just try to get clear on like how i feel how i feel about it is they were humanoid but they weren't third dimensional humans so they weren't they had a lot less limitations they were almost like maybe like fifth dimensional i had Maddie, my stepfather, is yeah. like really into Atlantis, yeah. has also read books and done the whole thing on Atlantis. And he told me this theory that because of their scientific kind of perspective on things and technological advances, they were on a quest to prolong their lifespans. Mm-hmm. So part of their experiments, because yes. they were into experiments, was to transplant glands mm. so they would live there were some atlanteans yes. that would live for hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of years, of years hundreds yeah. and hundreds of and years that could be where we get like the figures in the bible that lived for like 700 years like that could have been leftover stories from atlantis you know mm. that makes perfect sense to me because they were doing those types of experimentations so would you say it was a futuristic like society like were they living in pods in houses like what was their expression of society what did that look like i can remember i think it was it was beautiful buildings and fountains and bridges over water and um a lot of water i don't see pods i see can't really get a picture of what a house would have been like but yeah, futuristic, ancient past, you know, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> conglomeration of all of it. Yeah. So what's the connection with pyramids? So according to Maddie, which um, is her stepdad, and this resonates for me as well, that the, so basically after the fall of Atlantis, um, the, 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 we have the flood. Okay. So basically there was Atlantis, when the time Atlantis got destroyed can be also likened to the time of the biblical flood of Noah, where like things went underwater and like, that's why Atlantis sunk, you know, it like flooded over, like it went underwater and then certain people escaped. Those who were pure of heart did some, some did escape and then, um, established the ancient civilizations of the Egyptian civilizations, the Mayan civilizations. According to Maddie, it was wherever you see a pyramid, that was a link to Atlantis. Hmm. 
Because if you think about pyramids as energy... Um, like vortexes. Yeah, or, or generators. Generators, you know? And like the, there are specific technology built to work with the energies of the earth to magnify energy or to cause different, um, you know, energetic effects. So that technology would have come from Atlantis. Okay. So there were people that survived the fall of Atlantis. Yes. And then there are some of us who, you know, survived the fall and then have been like working since that to like bring back because we feel you're still in the path of the war, yes, like the light war. Because we feel like that's not fair. It's not fair. If Hitler would have won the war, there'd be people who survived. They're trying to fight, still fight him, you know. And mm. it's kind of like that. It's mm. like the battle is still raging. Okay, so you 100% believe Atlantis existed. You know, I want to say I don't have fixed beliefs because my belief system is constantly changing with new information, but I can tell you that I have always had a deep soul knowing and connection to Atlantis. When I was, for example, when I was in sixth grade, I went to a very, like a prep school, it was a private prep school called Chadwick in LA where it's like all very math and science based. So in sixth grade, we had to do ocean projects and everyone chose, you have to choose one thing about the ocean and then do a project and make a project about it. And everyone, it's like the big thing that year and everybody does like orca whale or starfish or like Garibaldi, the state fish of California. But <laughs> Oh, Garib, all guys, baldy. <laughs> But um, I did, in the first time in history of Chadwick, I did my ocean report on Atlantis. And that shows you how upset. And and I actually built the island of Atlantis in a plexiglass fish container. And then I, and then for my presentation, I, I added, you know, like acid and base and had a volcano erupt. And then I pushed it down with a stick under the water. And I was like, ta-da, ta-da. So that gives you, it gives you an idea of what I was like as a kid. (laughs) Pretty much exactly like I am now. She's very special. That's incredible. I wonder if you can go to a Vedic astrologer or someone who can date back many life charts and figure out if one looks like it was in Atlantis. Have you ever looked, have you ever gone to someone who can kind of jump through the space time hoops and figure out your past lives like that? Um, no, but you know, I would honestly be skeptical. I don't know. I guess I'm a skeptic. So I would be skeptical if someone told me, oh yeah, you live this life and that life. Like I would be skeptical about mm-hmm. that. Like I would have you to insource. experience it. I insource. Yeah, so I've, I've definitely seen maybe like one life in Atlantis. I know I live there lots of times, but it's weird because like Atlantis to me and my past life memories are, sh- is shrouded somewhat. It's like, there's a shroud. It's like, almost like it was so painful, like, and I, that it, and it's so far away in, than from my current psyche that it's just almost, it's hard to access. So how would someone, so say me, for example, I'm obsessed with the water, always has been, there's some pull I have in every minute of every day towards the water. It's mm. on a cellular level, mm. or maybe it's on a soul level, mm. maybe both, right? So say I have that relationship with the water and you say in your in your psychic readings that you've seen me I've in Atlantis. I've seen you in Atlantis. So how for myself would I find out in a little inward journey whether that's true for me or not? Can you step me through yeah. like a little What I would do is I would something? probably go through the, tu- the tunnel, the color tunnel and then ask my guides. So the color tunnel is you close your eyes and you wait until you see a color, a little speck of color appear in your closed red. eyes. Okay, great. Now go towards the red and just 
basically go towards it, towards it, towards it until it becomes like everything that you can see. And that's the color tunnel. Then go into the color tunnel, just like go in and it'll suck you through. And when you have the sensation of being sucked through at the end of the color tunnel, they come out. And what I, what I see when I go through my color tunnel is like, um, just an empty stage, like all black empty stage. And like, you can hear the voices, like you can hear on our microphones, but it's just emptiness. And that's when I'm in the presence of my guides and I can ask questions and receive answers. I think I'm there. Okay. So why don't you ask them what you want to know? I think they're laughing at me. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably true. Your guides would laugh. So I just keep asking them. Well, I mean, I think this isn't necessarily the best moment to like really get clear because really you should have done like an energetic protection ritual and like really be sitting with it and not have pressure of like. Okay, just give me 10 more seconds. Just see if okay. it take me anywhere. <laughs> well, I see myself. See, I don't know if this is my mind or my spirit guides taking me, but I see myself on a boat. Huh. What's the boat look like? It kind of looks like one of those um, canoes, a bigger canoe. Hmm. And then what do you, can you see yourself? Yeah, I'm at the front of the boat. Yeah, are you, and are you female or male? I'm female. And then what are you wearing? Oh, like a white linen. Oh, I'm really obsessed with linen, though. See, this is a problem. It's like a white linen dress. Well, maybe that could be a symbol for something. What does a white linen dress mean to you? Like biblical times is Mm. what I think of. Well, maybe you're on one of Noah's boats going away from Atlantis. Maybe. You know, maybe that's what they're showing you. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay, I'm back. Woo! I mean, when I saw you in Atlantis, you were like I, a lot of turquoise, a lot of turquoise and blue colors. Mermaid. Turquoise light, yeah. Well, they were saying, you know how we were talking about like the glands being implanted mm-hmm. and stuff? They were doing stuff like that. So one of the things they were doing were the, these eugenic experiments where they were actually like creating things like mermaids, like half one species and half another. Yeah, I believe in that. Yeah. Like I believe we have the technology to do that. Mm. They do graphs all the time Mm. in say farming Mm. where they add on, you know, they have a one particular root and then they add on a branch of a different Mm. species of tree Mm -hmm. and then they create a whole new thing that's stronger and um, more durable, whatever. They were doing experiments like that, I think. But Mm. like I don't think they were like that in alignment with truth either you know I think they're kind of like cheeky like things they shouldn't have been doing kind of thing Mm. but you know I see you definitely like a lot of turquoise definitely in the water like half in the water like always in the water and like you're 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 basically like speaking to the water like you being in the water is a form of communication Mm -hmm. for my own self like what I see myself doing Atlantis is working with um color frequency Hmm. like colors Hmm. but in it's interesting that you have that in in this lifetime, mm. you were telling me that you figure were figuring out you had that. T- t- uh, what's it called? I know I have a lot of weird color things. So you see, when I you can, hear music, you see color. You see music in color type I, of thing. Well, let me clarify because yes and no. <laughs> um, I don't hallucinate. Like when I see music, I don't hallucinate and see colors. Uh, but I have colors associated with every musical note. I could note write music in color. Wow. Yeah. That's fascinating. And then I also, I 
believe myself, although I have not been tested for this, I believe myself to be a tetrachromat, which is means that you have an extra rod or cone in your eye that cause allows you to see more uh, shades of color. Totally transplanted from the Atlantis days. Totally. Both of those things. Because for me, like I was working with color frequency and colors in Atlantis, but it was, I can't even express what I was doing. Cause I don't think I understand in this life what I was doing with that, but it was something with that. Okay. So let's work out why this is important today. How can we learn from this ancient civilization? Okay, so according to Edgar Casey, and I would agree, um, you know, a lot of people are being reincarnated now after having been in Atlantis, because in that last time in the end times of Atlantis, which is where we are at now, I think we're in the end times of this current cycle, this current civilization on earth. You know, if, if Atlantis had been a former civilization on earth that came to its end time, we are at this end time because we are at the, we can potentially destroy ourselves. Oh with, yeah. We're, we're, we're at a tipping we're at point. Tipping it's point. a scientific right. kind of fact. So, if you want to like believe you, in facts. If you believe in science. <laughs> um, but yeah, so a lot of people basically were in Atlantis and made wrong choices. They made choices that favored the, the, darkness. the darkness. So now we're kind of getting another chance. So certain souls are coming back through at the, again in the end times, and they're getting the choice again to choose this or choose that. Mm-hmm. So that's one way that it's... And hopefully people choose the light, okay? <laughs> Just for me, choose the light. <laughs> um, for all of us. For all for of us. children. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so there's that. And then, yeah, just, I think that just the idea that we can destroy ourselves, the idea that Mm. there is a battle between good and evil. And we're at a tipping point where it's like, we are going to destroy ourselves Mm. if we don't come into the light. That's all being replayed out. Do you know how the darkness won in the Atlantis days? Okay. I will tell you what I think, but this is not fact. This is just like a faint impression that I have for when I like go from the gut. Mm-hmm. So I see like solar temple or lords like Alistair Crawley yeah. type of energy, black magician energies who had really gone up the ladder in esoteric knowledge and really knew all the secrets, but was using them for their own power and for the dark side. And I see them manipulating volcanoes potentially for power, like they wanted to tap into the power of the earth. So, and it was through volcanoes Mm -hmm. and somehow it blew up and destroyed everyone. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that's my, my impression. Makes sense. Yeah. I'll take it. Mm. Yeah. So, um, they Mm self-combusted their own greed and, and kind of lust and power exploded themselves in the end. And also Gaia, you know, Gaia, the earth, the conscious planet that we live on also with the whole flooding, you know, it's like they, we needed a new start. It was like that, that civilization had gone too far and it needed to end. Mm. Well, what sounds promising to me, my takeaway from your story is that I feel like we're being given another chance Mm. and that we are at a tipping point of self-destruction and we are waking up as well. It's almost like we need something. We've created something so drastic for us to wake up and realize that we are all one and together we can, we can join forces and we can reverse 
the damage that we're doing and we can give ourselves a regeneration and, and another another chance. But it's not unless we all web together. Mm-hmm. And so this is a moment where we can look into our history and see what worked and what didn't work and see that, okay, like what can we do to contribute to um, to the benefit of the planet and to winning the war? Completely. And it, it makes me feel good that we lost the war, which means that maybe the, the, the universal lords are like creating a new chance for us mm-hmm. to win the war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so sweet. And those solar lords from Atlantis who have still been having rains on this planet since that time, they're going to go down, down, <laughs> down, 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 down. down to Volcano Town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, do you have an invitation? Do I have an invitation? I don't know. You're going to have to make up one on the fly, maybe, baby. So I guess my invitation is to really sit in meditation and ask yourself, does your soul feel a pull towards Atlantis? And if the answer is yes, then maybe go, may go deeper there. But in any case, whether you feel a pull towards Atlantis or not, Just think about how you can be an agent of the light this time around and how you can make sure that in your realm of influence that the darkness will not win. Mm. Represent the light. Mm -hmm. That's your assignment. Mm -hmm. I like it. I'm taking it on. Yeah. Every day. All day, every day. All right. Well, that was beautiful. Fascinating. Mm. I'm going to do that meditation. Yeah. I'm going to see if I was a dolphin. I think so. I, I have this also sense that when Atlantis got destroyed, people might have also been shape-shifting at that point because Ooh. they're at high levels of consciousness. So, um, yeah, I think people shape-shifted to dolphins and 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 um, swam over to Avalon. Hmm, this personally. all explains a lot. It explains a lot, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like thinking, hmm, these are all the missing pieces of my puzzle. <laughs> I'm like, damn, girl, I was a high priestess of Atlantis. I know that. Claiming it. Beautiful. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. We really appreciate you being with us and don't hesitate to leave us a review because we read all of them and we cry with love. Yes. And connect with us. We genuinely do. Connect with us on social media because we love you and we want to connect with you. And also send us a suggestion for a topic. If there are any topics you're really interested in, send them our way because we are here to serve you. We love you lots and we will fill you with us next week. Bye-bye now. Visit our website, themotherlovingfuture.com for more information. And please leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you like what you hear. We read every single review and comment and we are so grateful for your support. See you next week.